Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jazz here, and I'm jiving to this episode of Transformation Animation featuring Mike Blanchard, Stephen C. Phillips, and Michael Wilson. TFG and Mike here from the GeekCast Radio Network, and this June we are launching our next Transformers Review Podcast. This time it's going to be all about animated. That's right, we started with G1, we moved on to Beast Wars and Beast Machines, and now comes the Transformation Animation Podcast. What I have for you guys today is something that I wrote back in 2009. I wrote it the weekend that Season 3 of Animated premiered, when the Transwarped episode first aired on Cartoon Network. I wrote it like the next day after I saw that episode. Um, I'm not proud of this moment because, as you'll find out, I wasn't always a fan of Transformers Animated like I am now. Yes, I know. I was ignorant. I was dumb. Stop throwing rocks, people. <laughs> or or I should say, stop throwing rock lords at me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I absolutely love Animated Now. Uh, and once Transformation Animation Podcast starts, we will be talking about every single episode. We'll be talking about the toys. We'll be talking about the almanacs, the comics, all that good stuff. But unfortunately, two years ago... I wasn't always a fan of Transformers Animated. (laughs) Thank you for that nitro streak. (laughs) And now, Transformers Animated, the rantings of a G1 fan. When I first saw preview commercials of this series, my first reaction was, what the fuck? While the voice acting is superb, there are tons of things wrong with Transformers Animated. I am not a fan of the animation style that was chosen. While I have enjoyed all the Generation 1 callbacks that the producers have used, this show has been poorly marketed. First off, when they released DVDs for it, they released Transformers Animated Transform and Rollout, the three-part movie that introduced us to the series. Then they released the rest of Season 1 in a separate DVD case. Uh, what? 
after came season two on DVD. And this Saturday, March 14th, 2009, will be the premiere of season three, which we have yet to get on DVD. The voice acting, as I said, is great for the series. Each actor and actress really grasps the character that they are playing, although it is very weird hearing David Kaye as Optimus Prime. I like it as supposedly this series Prime is supposed to be younger and basically greener than, say, Peter Cullen's heroic Optimus from G1, which is fine with me. I understand that they were going for a different feel to the character. I'd have been vehemently against K playing Optimus if it was a direct G1 transfer. However, I get where they were going with it. Having the Autobots in this as cleanup bots kind of reminds me of the G1 episode War Dawn, where Orion, Pax, and his friends were energy collectors. However, now they must be called to action to save the Allspark from the Decepticons. They come across a Decepticon flagship, and battle ensues. Hmm, much like G1 premiere three-parter more than meets the eye. There are a shitload of G1 references through TF Animated, however, human villains that they use are just fucking outrageously stupid. The Angry Archer, Nino Sexton slash Nanosec, Prometheus Black slash Meltdown, Professor Princess, and Henry Masterson slash Headmaster. These villains, as they called them, really pissed me off. Yes, I know G1 wasn't without its human villains, but these are just well damn ignorant. I've actually had to rewatch the season one and two episodes on YouTube to remind myself how bad this show is. Ugh. The other major flaw with the entire Transformers animated line is the fact that Hasbro didn't, or Cartoon Network didn't, run the toy commercials during the airing of the show. I've seen at least 20 TFA commercials in the last 10 months since the season 2 finale. Now, yes, I understand fully that if Transformers Animated is airing an episode, they can't show an animated toy commercial during that show. I get that. So, no one... You know, comment on this video or this audio saying, you know, you're wrong, blah, 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 blah. I understand if Transformers Animated is airing, you have to air, like, G.I. Joe toy commercials or mask toy commercials. Not that there's a mask line nowadays, unfortunately. Um, but I get that. So no one, you know, don't throw any rock lords at me for, for you know, doing that, for saying that. And I never saw more than two commercials during the show's run on air. Talk about bad, Mark. I'm going to review several episodes of Transformers Animated briefly before getting into the Season 3 premiere episode, Transwarped. Season 1, Episodes 1 to 3, Transforming Rollout. This was the premiere movie introducing us to Transformers Animated. There are tons of G1 references, like Sparkplug, Sari's Robot Dog. In the beginning of the picture, they reference the G1 cartoon with talking about the Great War and the fact that it has been centuries since it has ended, with the Decepticons defeated, not destroyed. They even call back to Transformers the movie when Prime crashes to the Earth after releasing the Allspark energy on Starscream. He dies and turns gray. That was before Sara used her quote-unquote key on him. I really was against this cartoon, but I tried to give it a chance. At least I gave it more of a chance than Armada Energon or Cybertron. As I said before, I can't stand the animation style of this cartoon, as well as I think that after the release of the live-action film, Hasbro team just wanted to rush a cartoon out. There is absolutely no planning or thought into this series whatsoever. This three-part movie was good start, but it goes downhill after this. Thus, there are several good episodes throughout the first two seasons, but generally I 
thought and felt that it was just horrid. Now let me also say, one of the reasons why I didn't really like this series back when it first started airing uh, is because, number one, it was on at 10.30 on a Saturday morning, and I never remembered to watch it. And that's why I said earlier that I had to go back, uh, when I wrote this article, I had to go back and re-watch the series on YouTube. Episodes 15 and 16, Megatron Rising. This two-parter was the big reveal of Megatron still being online. First off, I must commend and marvel at the superior voice acting of Corey Burton. His Megatron in this series is almost equal to Frank Welker's in G1 or David Kay's Beast Wars Megatron. The animation in this two-parter is very crisp and solid, and Megatron finally becoming the true Decepticon leader and rising to power is fucking awesome. Even though I rag on this series as much as I do, the season one ending story is fucking great. I can't say anything bad against this epi- these two episodes. It left a yearning for more great stories from these writers. I hate the fact that they haven't introduced Astro Train yet. However, Blitzwing is crazy as all hell in the series, and that is just hilarious. The Dinobots in this series are dumber than fucking rocks, though. They are even worse than the ones in G1, and I love me some G1 Dinobots. I always have. That isn't saying something bad about this story, though. Just the Dinobots themselves. The design on Megatron and his Earth mode is superbly done and looks fucking awesome. Yes, I know, I keep saying fucking awesome in the in in the uh, written part here. They even got the sound effect right for the Fusion Cannon G1 reference. Yay! There is one point in the second part where Sumdak says he must tell Sari something, but I'll come back to that. The episode ends with Megatron and Prime dispersing the AllSpark and supposedly destroying Megatron, but not really. Season 2, Episodes 12 and 13, A Bridge Too Close. This was the Season 2 finale two-parter back in the auto boot camp episode we learn of an Autobot traitor within the ranks. In this episode, he comes to a front as Longarm Prime slash Shockwave. And to my shocking delight, as I just looked it up, Corey Burton voiced both G1 Shockwave and Transformers Animated Shockwave. Hell yeah. I never knew the G1 Shockwave was Corey Burton. Anyways, in this episode, in this series, the Autobots are the ones to have the Space Bridge technology, which is a complete turnaround from G1 because, as we all know, the Decepticons had the Space Bridges back then. Megatron still has Dr. Sumdak under his control and demands that he get the Space Bridge operational. However, they must find the most qualified Cybertronian to work on the Space Bridge, which just so happens to be Bulkhead. Ugh, Bulkhead, don't get me started. John Mashita Jr. reprises his role as Blur, which surprised me at first when I found this out. However, I wasn't unhappy with the choice, as he is the only one who can talk that fast that well. The Autobots find the hidden base of the Decepticons, and a battle for the Space Bridge ensues. Megatron overloads the Space Bridge, and Omega Supreme must absorb the transwarp energy. The episode ends with Sari being damaged, and we find out that she is a robot! Season 3, Episode 1, Transwarped. And yes, I know Transwarped is a three-parter, and technically it was Episodes 1, 2, and 3 of Season... Three. However, when Cartoon Network first aired it, they aired it like uh, Transform and Roll Out, which it was basically one long episode. Even though Transformers Animated has only had select few fucking awesome episodes throughout the two seasons, this by far blows them out of the water. This was the best animation, the best voice acting, and the most shocking episode I've seen in the series so far. Well, yes, I'll be the first one to admit I trashed this cartoon endlessly. This episode might just turn me around. I know it made my head spin when I saw all the awesomeness Rodimus and his team.
team get demolished by Stryka and her team, as well as Rodimus getting consumed by a vial of cosmic rust. Um, wait, doesn't cosmic rust transfer to everyone? Fucking oil slick. Blur finding out that Longarm Prime is the traitor, and even though he can't catch Blur, he can trap him. So Blur gets trapped, and he dies! No. Then we see that the space bridge network has been shut down due to the Autobots learning the Decepticons are trying to get to Cybertron. We find out that Sari is a Cybertronian protoform, and during a battle, she wants to help out, and she uses her AllSpark key on herself, which ages her from a little girl to a teenager. Situation sounds so wrong. She can't handle the upgrades and goes berserk. Ratchet must use his EMP generator on her. They get the key out of her and this slows her down a bit. However, she still has absorbed all of the key's energy. It's dead. Megatron, Starscream, and Prowl fight for mental control over Omega Supreme. The elite guard on Cybertron must try and contact Optimus Prime on Earth. At the end, Bumblebee and Bulkhead figure out a way to keep Starscream from getting to Cybertron. In conclusion, Transformers Animated, while not the best Transformers cartoon, it certainly isn't the worst. I have to say, after seeing the Season 3 premiere, I almost wish that Season 3 wasn't going to be the end of the show. I think the main thing that brought me down on it before was the fact that they have the lamest human villains ever. Well, the big upside to TF Animated is all the G1 slash Beast Wars callbacks like Bulkhead calling Optimus Boss Bot. So in closing, should a true Transformers fan watch this show? Yes. Even though it has its most horrible points at times, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. No, it's not a fusion blast from Megatron's canon. Transformers Animated rating on a whole, 4 out of 10. Transformers Animated Season 3 Transwarp rating, 10 out of 10. Thank you once again, Nitro Streak. Yes, I know. I was a dirt back then. <laughs> um, after I wrote that uh, blog post that I just read there, I uh, continued watching Transformers Animated Season 3 and continued to fucking love it. I have since, for fun, gone back and watched all of my TFA DVDs and just amazing, amazing cartoon. I've had a complete 180 turnaround from completely hating it to completely loving it. Uh, just amazing with what they did. Uh, even even the human villains compared, you know, inclusion with the story, I don't really mind them anymore as much as I used to. Because at first I was an outsider look, trying to look in, trying to get into the series, and I just couldn't. And again, partially because of the time slot. In Season 3, they switched the time slot from 10.30am to 8am. So that mean I could wake up early on Saturday morning and watch cartoons again. Hooray! But yeah, uh, Transformers Animated, I absolutely love it. I hope everybody tunes into Transformation Animation Podcast coming this June from the GeekCast Radio Network. I am TFG and Mike, and who better to close this than Optimus Prime himself? Transform and roll out!